Jimmy Hawk fan here, ready to talk some Hawkeye football. I'm still kind of riding the high from the big victory on Saturday, 49-7 over the Michigan State Spartans. Something that the, the players needed, the coaches needed, and we fans needed too. So uh, still feeling good about that. But a quick turnaround this week with a Friday game against the rodents from up north, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And uh, like I said, a quick turno- turnaround. It's a Friday night game. I'm not a huge fan of Friday night. Uh, that seems like Maction to me, like a Mac game. Uh, Iowa State plays a lot of those those games during the week. But it's okay. Uh, the Hawks have to, you know, had to kind of turn it around quickly and start focus, focusing on the Gophers on Sunday and have to travel up uh, for a Friday evening game up in a very frigid Minnesota. I looked at the forecast and it's a high of 34 degrees up north on Friday. So I'm sure the Hawks will be ready. If anybody can do it, it's Captain Kirk. He's got the uh, longevity. He's been around for a long time and he's an excellent coach. So Kirk will have the guys ready to go. So what, what's so important about this game? It's a trophy game. I mean, border state, uh, Minnesota fans love to chant stuff about Iowa. <laughs> we hate Iowa. They chant that even when they're not playing Iowa. Uh, so it's, it's so much fun to get a win against them. Uh, Floyd of Rosedale, the bronze pig. The Hawkeyes are going up there with Floyd. And they've had Floyd for five years in a row. Last year was the big win against a highly ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers team. And six years of Floyd would really be good. That would feel really good. So let's let's see Floyd come back down south, southeast to Iowa City, where he rightly belongs. And I loved hearing how Floyd has been in the weight room this whole week, just to remind the guys that this is what we're playing for. This is a little bit bigger game than normal, and uh, we got to keep Floyd at home. It's one of the coolest trophies out there. I mean, the, the history, Google it if you don't know the history uh, of Floyd, Floyd of Rosedale, but uh, it's really cool uh, and, and something that we love to have in Iowa City. So what do we think of the Golden Gophers? I mean, you look at what they... What they've done this year, you know, they had a really good team last year. As I said, the Hawks knocked them off, but they lost quite a few guys off that team, especially on the defense. They played Michigan in week one, and a lot of people picked the Gophers to win that game. Uh, they lost to Michigan pretty handily and then lost in overtime. A really tough win, a missed extra point in overtime against Maryland, who you know, seems to be kind of trending upward. And then last week, they got a win against Illinois, the Fighting Illini. So, like Iowa, they were looking for their first win last week, and, and they both got it. So, both teams are one and two. It really looks like a pretty good matchup on paper. The biggest thing I've, I've noticed in Minnesota's favor is their running game. Just, just in the statistics, purely. I mean, they have a... A guy who's averaging, well, as a team, they're averaging close to 240 yards a game. And they have, they have one guy uh, that's averaging 
about 200 yards a game. So that's going to be one of the keys to look at. Now, Iowa has more of a running back guy by committee. Um, and the, the numbers on Iowa's rushing are down a little bit because of that Northwestern game, whatever happened there, where, where they didn't get a whole lot of rushing attempts. So still feel really good. I mean, Tyler Goodson, T. Good is such a talented player, uh, both receiving and rushing out of the backfield, and, and Mackay is a heck of a player. And then we've got Ivory Kelly Martin. So I feel, I feel really good with the matchup there. But where I feel the best on, on the running side of the ball is Iowa's defensive line against Minnesota's offensive line. So I, one of the keys to me is instead of this you know, over 200 yards, almost 240 yards a game, Iowa holding Minnesota to about 100 yards rushing, that's going to be the key to the game to me. And on Iowa's side, I'd like to, I, I, I think Iowa can run the ball. You see what other teams have done against Minnesota. They've had success running the ball. So if Iowa can establish the run early, keep it going, I think that's going to be really the key. Minnesota does have a, a good passing game. They have a good quarterback. He was the starter last year. He's averaging around 200 yards per game, about the same as Spencer Petras. His completion percentage is higher. He has just a lot more experience. So it'll be interesting. You know, one of the keys will be how is, how is Petrus uh, progressing? Is he getting more comfortable back there? He's going to be on the road again, starting for just the second time on the road. And hopefully they're doing a lot of things to help him succeed, getting the ball to runners out of the backfield and, and wide receivers in space and letting them run. I think, you know, really good wide receiver on Minnesota's side, uh, Bateman. He was declaring for the NFL draft, decided to come back, and he's averaging just over 100 yards a game. So he's a really talented guy, going to be in the NFL next year. But Iowa has more guys. I mean, Iowa has you know, so many wide, talented wide receivers. Brandon Smith just continues to impress. We've got ISM back this week after a one-game suspension. So hopefully he'll be able to get some dynamic plays, whether it be you know, kickoff returns and, and hopefully in the passing game as well. <laughs> but really, several guys there. Uh, Tyrone Tracy, you know, he had a really good game last week and, and has throughout his career. And then the tight ends are really kind of ramping up for Iowa, too. Sean Byer is getting more involved in the receiving game, so and he's a heck of a blocker. But uh, as I mentioned, I, I really think that the defensive line, linebackers are going to be key, stopping the run. And Austin Schulte is going to be back. Uh, he's listed in the two deeps, at least, so he might rotate in some. Good experience to get back. Defensive tackle. And then Jack Campbell is listed in the two deeps again. He hasn't played a game yet this year, and he was projected to be, projected to be the, the starting inside linebacker at the start of the season. And Seth Benson has done a good job the last two games. He was out uh, as well for the Purdue game. So pretty good matchup, as I said. Um, another thing that could be key, obviously, in these games are turnovers. And so Iowa needs to win that turnover battle. Uh, but special teams, Iowa really has an advantage in special teams with the excellent specialist Charlie Jones returning punts. 
ISM returning kicks, Keith Duncan, and then Tory Taylor, the punter. So I really feel good. I feel good uh, about uh, the chances this weekend. You look at Minnesota's coach, P.J. Fleck, and he's had quite a bit of success there. Um, not my favorite guy. I listen to his press conferences every now and then just to laugh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm really laughing at him. Um, and, and again, he's had a lot of success. He's probably a great guy, but just doesn't seem to be a lot of substance behind him, or I don't, maybe I just don't get his sense of humor, or I get tired of, you know, he, he does, has the row the boat, row the boat, row the boat, uh, every team has their motto. It's break the rock with Iowa. We're just not, Iowa's just not in your face with it like he is. He'll talk about guys who had kind of a rough game and say, he's got both of his oars in the water. And I don't know. It kind of rubs me the wrong way for some reason. I mean, it, I'm sure he doesn't care about that. But uh, I sure loved a couple of years ago when Noah Fant had the long touchdown and he was rowing the boat in the end zone in his celebration. That was pretty awesome. So... The other thing with with Fleck, uh, he read a book to his team recently that's titled Everyone Poops. Yes, Everyone Poops. He read the book and he wanted to teach them a lesson that everyone poops, but if you learn from it, you can grow. And And poop is like manure and you can put it on your crops. You can put it in your fields and crops will grow. Fruits and vegetables. And I guess it was a way to get a lesson across to them. Again, I just think the guy's goofy, but uh, he's been successful, so who knows. PJ Fleck, the Fleckster, they call him. Um, I, I would take uh, Kirk Ferentz 100 times out of 100 in that uh, uh, coaching comparison, so... I think that KF is going to have the guys ready to go. They're going to travel up north in the frigid temperatures of Minnesota. And Floyd of Rosedale is going to be coming back to Iowa City. The Hawkeyes will win by two touchdowns. Go Hawks!